What up, everybody? This is Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And this your girl, Mella G. With special guest. Brianna Dorellis. Hey! <laughs> Fruity today. Woo! This is Conversate. This is Conversate, everybody. Conversate. We are live again. We know we missed out on y'all last week, but we back yeah. with some special chocolatey goodness like with one. a side of light-skinned Darius. That's my new alter ego. Given to me from Corner Chris. That's right. Corner yeah. Chris. Chris in the corner back yeah. there. Shout out to the hubby. Hey, oh, he's here, yeah, he's here in the studio. You better he shout him studio. out. He's in studio. He's important. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, yeah. We about to get into this thing. You know, glad yeah, to come in and have another day on the other side of the daisies. That's right. Right, yeah. you, you yeah. brought this up before. The right yeah. side of the daisies, right? Yeah, exactly. The only t- every time you're on the other side of the grass is a good day. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Alrighty then. Yes. All right, conductor Mella. You know yeah. what I mean. So how we living? How we living? How we living? Ladies first. Ladies first. We start with the guests. We start with the guests. What up, Bree? Mm-hmm. How, how you living? How you living? How was your week? Yeah. My week. Um, my week has been really good. Mm. Um, it's been long, mm. but I'm recovering. I am recovering from the Purpose Church plant, <laughs> um, which was great. That's what I'm awesome. talking about. Amazing. It yes. was amazing. It was amazing. Yes. Um, really good. A lot of visitors came out. Um, just been catching up on some rest. So, yeah. That's good, yeah. man. That's good. Out, Trying to mellow out. Trying yeah. to mellow out. Get prepared for another week. Mm. Glad to be here. Another with you. day on Guys the ground. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know what I mean? We're glad here. to have you. Because I'm you know what I mean? myself. You so are it's always of... good to have another woman here. <laughs> uh oh. Stop acting like that. <sighs> Act like you got some home training. I don't. How you living, Mella? Oh, a lot. You oh, know, you're doing I'm alive, thing. apparently. Yes, uh, you are. But no, so it's been you know two weeks since we uh you know right right a week a week it's actually weeks. been a week two weeks Seems two like weeks because last week I was there on that chair you know. wow it was well it has been two weeks what up everybody it's a lot has happened you know I, mm-hmm. um you know our church is doing the church plants and I yeah for four of them um so yeah you my did. weekends have been pretty lit right yeah um, she keep the keyboard lit yes. Yeah, but other than that, keyboard lit. But there was there was some really amazing services. Like Mm. the turnout far exceeded my expectations. Every Mm. service that I I at least attended was Mm -hmm. amazing. From the the fellowship to the order to the sermon to the food, Daphne, girl. I heard Daphne food. That's your Alfredo and that chicken parmesan. I want some. Mm. Girl, it was great. Mm. If I give you 15 stars, I would. Boy. But anyways, uh, but other than that, you know, we're still moving forward with our project and Keegan. So we finished writing the pilot episode last week. That's Yay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, the roof. It's going to be aired in two or three weeks. I bought my wow. shirt. I bought it? my shirt. So I'm going to be. Um, can I um, just run through? Can you get to work? Just run through. Just, I, I just walk through Keegan's house and just like, hey, what's up, everybody? I ain't really hoping that's about. No. Okay. Okay. I'm um, glad we had that conversation. 
but no. Uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, so we're getting ready to film it this week, and it's going to be released. We don't know what platform yet. Okay. We are still going to be working with the network that I will not reveal at this time. Don't reveal. Don't, but don't get yourself once we get everything together, you will know more information. Yes. If you already are not in my personal circle and know about it, then those out there watching will yeah. know soon enough. So I don't know nothing about it, so I must not be in her personal circle. Right? Um, you do, and that means that you're not a good friend because you don't remember. Oh, she talking about other Darius. Luckily, this is light skin. <laughs> <laughs> Light skin Darius has heard this news. Oh, God. <laughs> he arrived today. Oh, okay, all right. I let. I guess I'll let you pass mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I tell you when regular Darius get back. <laughs> Stephen Neal, how you living? Well, well, I'm I'm doing great. Um, just uh, well, you know, last Sunday I was uh, right there in that other room, um, mm-hmm. just kind of expounding on why. I am lifting my NFL boycott. So, oh man, um, I've got that off my chest. Okay. Um. Uh, what's up, Mike? What number? I am number uh, one. All right. I'm yes. sorry to break your cup. Oh no, 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 no problem, no problem. Get people behind the scenes or whatever. Yeah. Um. So yes, I was doing that. So it's off my chest now. Uh, you can go back and see it if you want to know what I said. That's right. Go check us out. So, for him out. Man, uh, <laughs> we was but, there uh, in spirit. But yeah, just uh, throughout the week, I've just been like, uh, well, I had to take this whole thing apart um, because, you know, we had a study. Yeah. So we had to host some people in our homes and mm-hmm. we needed a dining room table. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so yeah. But that got me a chance to really put it back together in kind of a different way. Yeah, it looked good, man. Yeah, it looks great. It looked good. Um, got my camera on legs. You saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Whatever. Um, got all the microphones and such. So, yeah. So, that's been my week. Just, like, really on my grind as far as the podcast. And, you know, and then just uh, getting in the Word, sharing it with people. That's what I'm uh, talking about. Share Jesus. Now. Sharing the Lord. Yep, yep. And um, I checked out that Nexus service, you know. Oh, um, my God. On Friday. The artsy people. It was so good. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so full of talent. Just ridiculous talent. Crazy. Crazy. um, So yeah, I mean, that was uh, my week. And uh, how about you, Darius J? Well, uh, Darius J was on vacation. Mm -hmm. He was doing a whole lot of nothing. That's good. For a change. Most of the time, I'm busy by on vacation. But this time, I have taken a page out of my wife's book of relaxation. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do nothing. I cooked some food. I went out and had some food to eat. Hung out with some of her family down there. Ate some of their Caribbean food. And went back to my uh, abode for the week and mm-hmm. laid my head on the pillow. Spent a lot of quality time with my wife. All Aww. that good stuff, you know. Shout out to wife. But I ain't do nothing but really relax. I had fun, especially this place we went to, this Greek restaurant. I'll never forget it. It got a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have ate that every day. Mm-mm. But y'all expensive. Expensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was called Tavern Opa. Okay. It was down there at the point in Orlando. Opa. 
Yeah, they were throwing napkins and everything. I was like, Jesus Christ, y'all just got <laughs> napkins. Super authentic. Exactly. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Oh, goodness. And I got to see my wife dance on the table. Oh, you no, know what I mean? she wasn't dancing on no table. Yes, yeah, she was. I got video on that phone over there. No. I promise you. I would have yeah, seen that. She was dancing on the table with a belly dancer, her and her cousin's wife. I'm done. It was out there. Yeah, I'm sorry I put you out there. <laughs> but it was a birthday dance, you know what I mean? Birthday That's what they do. They, they, everybody was in there dancing on tables and stuff. I oh, had started looking at my table like, how many footprints on Ben where my plate's in? Oh, my God. <laughs> Of course, you'd be the person to think about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had a good service, good everything. Her cousin showed us around. Orlando, yeah, I want to live there, but I just can't. Florida just. I love Florida for the driving. Mm-hmm. I didn't driving? see traffic. Everybody did not obey the speed limit laws. No. They, it was 60 mm-hmm. mile per hour speed limit. Everybody was going 92. Not nine, not, not, not two. two. That's such oh, an odd me. number. Yo, let me tell you something. I was trying to ride sixty, and all of a sudden, I just seen everybody pass me, and I'm like, "Well, I'm by here by myself." <laughs> Am I everybody going slower? Ride. So I just, I got back to Georgia. I ain't even know how to drive no more. I, was, <laughs> I got on. I, I we got the service so quick today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I. So I you told just in your car, but like, dude, what we're here. Exit 12, and I'm like, dang, how we got here so fast? <laughs> and I was looking at the, the speedometer before we got there, before we got to the exit. I'm like, man, I've been riding a cool 85 the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm glad there wasn't no police out here, because right. I would have had a super speed ticket and been looking sick. Sick. But, you know, I'm back. I'm trying to get adjusted. Had a good time. It's time to get back to the grind. And I enjoy my days. Mm. You know, I'm back. Miss y'all guys, man. Miss, miss you too. Podcast, man. You know, I mean, that's why I had to get all my, you know, antics out. I know, man. Appreciate your antics. Yeah, you that's know, what anytime, makes us us. Anytime you need me. Yeah, you know I'm saying Mel is my real little sister for real, y'all. <laughs> she don't know it yet, <laughs> but she my sister. She got me and her got the same kind of spirit energy. Mm-hmm. Steven yeah. got like an older brother energy that he slightly scared me a little bit. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like that older, nerdy brother. Hey, sit down before I hit you with some microchips. (laughs) 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 Wow. But yeah, that's how I've been living, man. I'm back. I'm ready to be back. I'm ready to continue to serve. I'm going to amp up my energies and activities for the house of the Lord. For the house of the Lord. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be a good church. Why are you looking like that? So let's get this started. Yeah. So we're going to uh, first talk about London Bree, the Ooh, first African-American woman mayor of San Francisco. Yes, that happened. That happened this past week. A black woman was mm-hmm. named mayor of San Francisco for the mm. first time. First time. We got too many firsts still. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I'm yep. I'm like, I'm like yep. black people just not making marks. <laughs> hey, y'all I mean, know. but we, we've had firsts. I think this, yeah. this is what, what I really appreciate about this. We've had a lot of firsts. Mm-hmm. You know, like the call, light bulb, the light yeah. bulb, all these things. But I'm really, really grateful that they're being recognized now. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's just, true. Yeah, because yeah, y'all wouldn't giving us our props. Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. back in the day, y'all wouldn't have t-shirts, 
toilet tissue, light bulbs, refrigerators, stoplights, stop peanut, peanut butter. <laughs> and you know y'all like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I do. Yep. But it's, 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 it's good to have recognition, man. Like, you know, like how people like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, man. As much as you think we get recognized, we don't. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's good to have that out there. It's good to have something that kids can look up to. to it's another thing that uh, maybe a little African American, Latino, any any minority kid yeah, look yeah. up to and say, well, you know what? That ain't impossible no more. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Representation. Exactly. You have to have representation. Yeah. People like you can't believe you can do it unless you see somebody do it. Yeah. Like why why do people have the ideas that they have? Because they like, you know what? Or the goals or the careers they want because they seen somebody else do, do it. it yeah. It's just often people pull stuff out the sky and say, Man, this is what I want to be right. when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean they see something, they see somebody, they see something that's represent them in spirit. In ethnicity or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? They find kindred spirits, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to strive for those things. So it's yeah. good to have that. I might become Absolutely. president anyway, so, you know, look mm. out for me in 20, 2030. You sure? You sure? 2030. You, want, you sure you want that life? Um, like, hey, man. Now, just give me a red button. With a th- what? For those who the are uh, watching right now, who would vote? For Darius to be the president, I get. I guarantee I can generate votes. If you want Darius to be the president, click them hearts right now. I talk. I, <laughs> it ain't enough people on right now. No. <laughs> they can hit, click it multiple times. Click the hearts if you want me to be president in fifteen years. Darius for president. Exactly. I want to go up there. I, I, I got a pretty much. I got a pretty good equation to become president by anybody. Anybody want to be it outside of me? I got a surefire way. Okay. Care to care to elaborate? <laughs> Obama started it actually, but okay. I know another way to make it happen. I'm not finna put it out there. Okay, yeah, crazy. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> right. I'm not about to do this. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I do know a way. You know what I mean? You know what? Who be another person be a good president? Who? I had a dream that he was president. Who? Jazz. You know, I thought that's what you were about to say. I had, I had, I had, I, I, I knew, had a dream about Jazz being president. Honestly, like for real, like real life. Oh, okay, run off. Okay, if you want Jazz, to oh, be so you gonna put Jazz against me? Put oh, press the like button. I'm seeing hearts. Press the like button if you want Jazz to be president. You know what? And I could be Jazz vice president, or he, and then once I get done, or he get done, I could become president, and he become vice done. president. Mm, Either one, we can swap. When he serves two terms, years of sixteen years of black dominance. Black dominance. That's yes. what we gonna call it. The black dominance tour. The black. Oh, the black. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's a tour. <laughs> the tour. The Black Dominance Tour. The Black, Black Dominance Dominic. Regime. No, regime. No, regime sounds too, that too dictatorial. That's too harsh. Russell said yeah, he'll vote too for dictated. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Russell said he'll vote for that, you. Russell. <laughs> oh, I see some like buttons. Right. I'm seeing a lot of hearts. Okay. I don't know if they're for Jazz they or Darius. Like they're for buttons both for us. Jazz and they're the heart button is for Darius. Miller <laughs> <laughs> trying to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> What a keyboard at? <laughs> at the church. <laughs> mm. I'm so I just call Mel my sister for real, and she don't just turn her back. First of all, I ain't do nothing. This is the people voting. I no, ain't voting. No. Yet. Well, why couldn't be the likes and he be the hearts? You chose the side. I love you. You put him against me. But you nominated him. 
And you broke down the whole exactly, but you know, both of us, we're gonna both. be it together. I'm gonna be vice president, okay. You know, he be president first, and I'll be vice president. I'll oh, be, so you're gonna take do, the humble role, you know, and just I, let yeah, him be president yeah, first, for okay. sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Let him do his thing, you yeah. know, him and Taylor walk out there, you know. Oh, Tay Tay, they're gonna have a child. Yeah, Siobhan be in the back, joining <laughs> on people. <laughs> You're gonna be like a Joe Biden. You're exactly. Gonna I'm, I'm gonna be the me. I'm gonna be a me. I'm gonna become a me. John McCain is gone. Oh man, he gone. Who? John McCain. Oh yes, yes, John. McCain. Why you look sad? Cause I'm sad. You like John McCain? Yeah. I didn't. He was. He was a decent. He's alright. Right. cool. Yeah. He got took. He let Donald Trump treat him like a chump, but you know. Hey, yeah. But you know, when you're a real hero, you don't have to respond. You no, have to you gotta stoop. That, that's why I could be vice president for eight years, cause I'm gonna do what Jazz can't. I'm gonna be his Obama translator. See, you're gonna be like all those Biden memes, like he <laughs> I... says stuff that um, Obama can't say. And then when it's my turn, <laughs> I just say, hey, everybody, you know. New, you know, Jazz don't finish his ten years president. We want to keep ten the black years? dominance ten. tenure. tenure. Oh, you said ten we going <laughs> we, we want to continue this black dominance. You know what I'm saying? Tour. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be the new front man. Jazz gonna be the vice president. That's where he can go on vacations and stuff and chill out. You know what I mean? And I will be up here telling I'm just y'all like join Jazz's family. Huh? Just gonna join Jazz's family. Hey man, adopt me, please. Why you can't even be a part of my family? You know Adopt what, what you trying please. to say about my family? Nothing. You know what? At you all. Know, thank you again. Siobhan, you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Adopt me. Yeah, but you know, hey, shout out to Senator John McCain. You know, he was a good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I ain't got nothing mm-hmm. bad. I ain't got no smoke with him, so. Yeah. Um, ain't no smoke. Ain't, ain't no smoke. No smoke. You know what I mean? No cap. You know what I mean? For real. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, um, I'm using all the young Thundercat terms. Uh, yeah. So what do you guys think I'm about hip. this uh, Zazzle uh, shirts oh, worn we'll by these? That, yes. um... I think it's genius. Oh. Okay. Oh, like the... <laughs> it, 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 ex- explain. Of course. Detailed. Of course. you know why? Why? We talking about it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We talking about it. We are talking, all, about, hey, it. Hey, talking hey, about it. All press is good press. Yeah, you know I mean, even when it's bad, we talking about it. So we actually giving them traction, and somebody gonna see the shirt. And I'm like, you know what? She got it on, but I can make it look cute. Then you see somebody with the shirt on. Now I don't generate like I'm telling you, man. People know how to pull at people's nerves. Like it's just like this stuff is out here to be pro- processed by our minds and mm-hmm. talked about. Somebody think it's cool. Somebody gonna end up buying one of them shirts or a few of them shirts. Mm-hmm. If they sell one or a thousand, still worked. Mm-hmm. Might didn't work like they wanted to work, but it worked. We so about basically, it. I need to put white models in my my black educated yeah. American shirts. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead yeah. and do that. Mm-hmm. Do that. Hey, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I ain't say I ain't say it was a, a good or bad thing, but it 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 got them press. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't see that joint is uh, trending. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it be in a negative way, just like I tell people, hey, people still shop at uh H and M. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. It, it didn't go nowhere. No, it didn't. I seen black people walking out that thing the other day. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. I, <laughs> I yeah. ate it the other day. I was like, well, it didn't stop everybody. 
Oh that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just it may outrage some, but it don't outrage all. I'm gonna um, argue on the other side of it a little. I, please bit. do. Um. So does it not show like just tri- titanic incompetence that you could not hire one black model to model these shirts? Yes. It does. Yeah. It does. That's what I'm saying. I'm not arguing against them. Just right. saying it's a point. You know what I mean? To yeah, the point I mean, where it's like, man, that's the degree of insensitivity. Yeah, that's the degree of it. To where we want white models for a Black Lives Matter shirt. But we keep seeing it all the time. Oh, boy. And I think, so the funny thing is, a long, long time ago, one of the shirts that are on there is like, warning, educated black woman. I actually have that shirt. Mm. But it was from the original vendor, so mm. Zazzle is is lifting is, stuff, yeah. right? So they're actually, I believe, when I was looking at it, they are pay. They're not paying, but they are marketing stuff from vendors, mm. and so to make, I guess, a compromise, buy it directly from the vendor, other than Zazzle, so they're not getting a particular cut from it. Mm. And going directly to the go, going directly to whoever oh. actually created it, right? Because mm. these shirts have been out in the ether for a long right, time. for a long yeah. time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mm. You, know you, you go to like a Sweet Auburn Fest, you're gonna find those things everywhere. Hey, everywhere. So, 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 yeah. so you see what I'm saying? It might have came off negative, but it's a positive behind them because she just po- gave it more information to make people go, well, you know, it's a couple of business They, yeah, they goofed it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Goofed but it. Hey, that shirt been out here, so I don't feel <laughs> as bad now. Let me get yeah. one of them um, educated black female shirts. Uh, can I get about yeah. two? <laughs> I think when I originally saw it, what upset me was the lack of diversity. Yeah. But I feel like they need after put, they need your, put a Latino woman. Nothing, in. you no. know. And I would have been, I wouldn't have been mad at that. Yeah, like work on. But I just think just the actual shirts that was on the. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so done. I'm just like, if the shirt says "angry black woman," why are you smiling? Because she knew she messed up when she took that picture. <laughs> that That's exactly what. That's my. None of my smiles look like. None of those smiles look genuine. Right. They look like we messing up bad. <laughs> oh my god. That them smiles look. They don't look cheerful. They look like man. This is not gonna be good. No, it's not. I already know. Yo. Do you think they like superimposed that onto the shirts? Like, you know, they didn't know they were modeling those shirts and then they just super Like, Photoshop. Because I I think about it too. I I, I thought about that too. I thought about it too. I I thought about like they have a blank shirt, they don't know what's going to actually put on there. And then. They do it sometimes. They do that sometimes. You know. Yeah. I was trying to find blotches in the pictures and say, okay, this is maybe in Photoshop. Yeah. Gotcha. You, yeah. you tricked that model. You tricked that model. It'd be funny they had like white stuff. paper in front of them and then they snatched it off and took the picture like, smile. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I mean, it's certainly interesting strategy there. Mm-hmm. It is interesting you know, strategy. I never you know what I mean? That's what I'm, that's what I, that's why I look at most of these things. It's mm-hmm. like, even like the H&M thing, just like they do that stuff because shock value. Yeah. Shot value works. Yeah. It don't work in the long run, but it worked to sell a million copies of it. Mm-hmm. 
Because there's like a lot of shock jocks that used to be in radio back in the day. It worked for the time. Yeah. But it didn't have any lineage to it. It wasn't going to go the mile. Yeah. It wasn't going to, it don't translate because people get tired of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it worked for what it worked for, you know what I mean? And I, I just, I think about businesses. Every time I see stuff like mm-hmm. that, I, I automatically think business. Yeah. And what, how does it equate to dollars and what is the gain from it? That's what I think about every time I see stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because I know somebody trying to do that. But then I'm also just kind of worried, not worried, but just interested to know how many white people bought these shirts. Hey, man. Because I feel like at this it's point. It's not white people at HBCUs, man. Well, not even that. I'm just saying, like. Oh, I see this person wearing it. Mm. It probably now gives me the liberty to wear it too. Like mm. now, I don't know if they want to. Yeah, man. That's that's you that's can't bold. show up on Godby Road in Clayco with that shirt on. You get your whole nose <laughs> we, knocked okay, loose. Okay, <laughs> so if we were out in public and you were just randomly in a store, Walmart. And you're walking, and someone is approaching you, and literally they're white, and they have angry black woman on their shirt. Like what? Like what? Is I will your... rip the shirt off. <laughs> I'll become the angry black like, woman. You know what, what is that? <laughs> what are I, you doing, ma'am? Excuse, I would see it as me. maybe at worst, probably no. Well, at best, it's a poorly tasted joke. You know what I mean? Just and like, I, and I'm you know what? So and I would let somebody put about. some poorly tasting. Nuggle sandwiches on. <laughs> <laughs> I will call Broomquisha or somebody. Broomquisha. Me, 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 anybody. Woo, woo, I will call them. And then I'll be like, hey, I need you. I, I, I got $30. I need your hands. I need your hands. I show up down here. <laughs> I'm telling you, if they. At little five, I need you at little five points right now. It's not wise. You heard it here first. Hey, it's not wise. Don't try. Dude, don't do it. Don't play Just with God. I'm going to tell you like my grandma. Don't, do don't play do with God. Don't, don't play do with it. God like that. Because God, don't, God play don't play with God. You know what I'm saying? Do not play with God like that. <laughs> do not be out here risking your life for a laugh. No. It won't be funny in the end. I promise you. It will not, not be have funny a in the end. You'll be walking around here. You'll be around here whistling like that B-Ball winning the pool. <laughs> Darius, get out. Go bye. The tooth is Hey, I told my sister what you to <laughs> I was talking to somebody. It's like, why did Beaver whistle all the time? I said, because he got wrong with Eeyore one time. And Eeyore, I can't he got wrong with Eeyore. He pulled that tail out Eeyore one time. Thought it was funny. Eeyore gave him that back kick like, I got you. Oh, and guy, said, I... then he was whistling. Oh. When the poops. It's, 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 Take that, fool. Exactly. I'm about Take to put these. I'm oh, about to put God. these hooves on you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's hooves. Pooh had well, a we Glock about sitting. Though. Oh yeah, Pooh. Yeah, Poo? he's got the toolie. He hey, got the toolie. Hey. Remember? Pooh ain't got on pants, y'all. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. That's the real issue. I've been looking at a bunch of childhood stuff that I used to watch when I was kids. It's like this is slightly bad. Oh, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> gosh. It was. Listen, I was like, I was like, hold up, this dude ain't got no pants on. 
<laughs> Yogi did better than him on pants. He had on a tie and a collar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this dude got on no a fedora, tie, and a collar. That's it. Boo Boo walking around the same way. And why is his name Boo Boo? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to know, Yogi. Exactly. You know what I mean? And why? He, he, he ain't talk good. He called all picnic baskets picnic baskets. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think that was intentional. That was cute. Do you yeah, know yeah, the yeah. root Pick-a-nick. of that? The whole the, the history with that with pick a nick. Uh uh-uh, uh no. The, no, you never you never. No, I about to say you gonna have to. Okay, okay. Um, so basically, they you know the lynchings and such. Oh like gosh! Like, <laughs> okay. So they would like pick. A pick nick. a. Um, wow! <laughs> I got roll out screen. Some of this stuff sometimes, and I just yes. like, oh look, this is yeah. with grown up eyes. So either <laughs> Yogi was a racist, or he was just woke, trying to tell everybody what mm, <laughs> he was trying to sound it out. He was like, "Wake up, pick a nick." <laughs> I do remember that now because I remember first back to church. We got like a hall of slavery. You know what I mean? You got Emmett Till pictures, you know, all this stuff like that. That's the most depressing hallway I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Um, but. Mm. <laughs> But you know, yeah, they used to pick. You know, they used to give out postcards for that too. Oh yes, they used to make it a postcard. Take a picture, make it a postcard. Yeah. Wow. I just saw Black Klansman yesterday, so it's kind of fresh off the dome. Yeah. Well, speaking about watching stuff, um, how do we feel about Zendaya potentially being the Little Mermaid? Hey, I'm fine with it. She's that that little big head girl. Yes, it is. Sign it off. <laughs> Start now. I mean, yeah, it's out there in the ether that Disney is gonna offer her the role, and I say, good. I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm like, I'm gonna say like, our, <laughs> I'm gonna say like our brother, our brother Stephen put in the post. Xenophobes commence. Right. Yes. right. Let the right. tears of xenophobes right. flow in the street. Hey, you know what I mean. Hey, but that girl got a big old head and a little body. She looks like a lollipop. She does. <laughs> she does. I'm not condoning this. <laughs> but she's always. Yeah, she do. Because I was watching Casey Undercover one day. Me and my wife, that's one I showed that we watched together. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we got some, you know, some of the cast from a different world on there. It's a father. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? So we, I was just like, hey, man, that girl looks like a blow pop, man. I mean, but people always kind of give Zendaya the Thank you, Steve. Thank you for moving yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Ever since she's been like in the limelight, she was whether negative it's her one hair, whether it's like her playing Mary Get Jane. out. What, what? He said he, she was a negative one in pants. Who? You. <laughs> <laughs> Light skin Darius alert. Bam, bam, bam. Did you say a negative in but yes, but like I said, we she always gets the smoke, though. Yes, yeah, like, did. oh, look at her hair. 
you know, it looks mm-hmm. like this, it looks like that. Oh, look at this. Oh, she's playing Mary Jane in um Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, that's not right. Mary yeah. Jane is white. You know what I mean? Like What? Yeah, like, yeah, we know. You know, that just makes me immediately yeah. think about the whole Idris Elba thing. Yeah, with this. Uh, How this yeah. woman put this video out saying like, that, all that James Bond It looks so, it, that was the most right. racist looking video. The most racist looking, looking video. Yeah. Looking what public anna- public service announcement I've ever seen. You yeah, had a Brit- British flag behind like a, I was like, right. oh, Like man. a terrorist video or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, had a bag you have five, you have five hours to so, respond. So you got one of the... <laughs> You got you got one of the matriarchs of colonialism to as your background. Matriarchs, right? Rescind your casting choice, exactly. or while bring Gotham to its knees. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you I know, like, what hey man, that? I, like, I, hey man, I think it's a good look, man. I do not find no problems with the people, the roles they choose and stuff like that. There's like people, people don't have, they have, they have. Fake outrage all the time. It is fake outrage. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, what? You just got on here for your mama to see you. You know what I mean? She's probably in the nursing home. Look look at my baby standing up for uh, uh, James Bond. A fictional character. It has no race. Go ahead. So if there was a movie coming out Uh and it was an X-Men movie and Storm Mm -hmm. was white. Oh, you did some advocating, some devil advocating. What? <laughs> some devil advocating. What? What? What would that look like? What? How would you? Okay. Take that. Black Twitter would light it up. <laughs> okay, so but, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna break it down. Why it would be more egregious? Because yes. she people need to hear this. There there are character details that are essential to the character. Mm. That places her as an African. She was worshipped as a deity in a village. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, you know, part of her like fear of tight places because she's claustrophobic is because like there was a storm or something and like her her um house caved in. Like her, you know, yeah, like You know, there are very essential character details that make her African. Yeah. And that I think is so important mm. to say yes. because. At the end of the day, people want to compare and say that that's the same thing. Mm. And it's not. Like, those are two completely different things. And historically, Mm. black people have been whitewashed. And so, when you see the historical facts of something... It's not a little mermaid turning into something else. Like, first yeah. of all, yeah, there's no. It was just sea people. First, <laughs> first of all, all of it is illogical. Let's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, start right there. Yes, yes. But that's, I think, that's important because you can't mix those words. Completely different things. And I agree 100 percent with that because I was about to say some. <laughs> I didn't have the facts. I was just gonna have outrage. <laughs> 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 but Steve and. Bree came with uh, very logical points, yes. and I don't and, have anything to say to and this. And Russell said uh, the original storm is that she is from Africa. Her yep. color is important to her. Yes, community. Russell. Yeah, because I know a lot of you people from. They were like, "Oh no, we're from Africa too," because you know I was listening, you know, listening to um, yeah, the Daily Show. You know, and some of the he was talking. He was talking about like how some uh, <laughs> some of the white people in Africa was saying we're African. He was like. Oh, no, you're not. Wow. <laughs> no, you 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 moved here. <laughs> Why don't did make Ron, your... 
Why did Ron say he's going to do a remake of The Wood with an all white cast? I can see that, but it won't happen because they don't make it <laughs> That that will that will end in five minutes. minutes. Yeah, the movie be over in five minutes. Cause when he beat uh, what you call up in the playground, uh, that that, that beating would have last to the end. <laughs> we would have heard Trevor take his last Not breath, Trevor. and we would roll credits on his character. And Chad, we called the forest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You heard it here first. <laughs> the forest. Oh well, that'll be like Twilight then. You know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. <laughs> dudes out there hiking to my like, hey Chad, you remember back when I was in Georgia? You know what I'm saying? Alabama hunting for uh, catfish. You know, hunting for catfish. And then my mom moved us up here to uh, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I know, right? And they, I know, right? And they, you know, everything out there is a trout oh and salmon. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know what I mean? So done. Anyways, you know what? I write that. I write that. The movie. main show that was a little warm up. It was warm, warm up. Yeah. Yes. Well, was the warm, warm up, up like that? Yeah. yeah. yeah that warm up like thirty six minutes. It is. All right. All right. All right. Let's, Let's go. On. Let's move on. All right. Yeah. So we have this woman, Tor Sense. Uh, she Who? did a video, Tora Sense. Who? T- Tora Sense? <laughs> I know, man. I posted it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I stopped. That's why I stopped. You just stop. like, get this on the show. Uh, hey, don't put my business no, out there. That's <laughs> behind the scenes talk right there. Don't uh, putting out stuff anyways, out there. Wait, talk to us nah. about that. <laughs> anyway, so she made a video on why she did not marry for love. Ooh, that's a double edge. So, uh, question for, nunchuck right there. So, um, you want to kind of explain the video? Well, the videos, you know, she was just talking about because one of her friends had posted on that page and you know tagged her in to you know get her two cents about it, tour sense. Um, but you know, and she was just sharing, you know, what I mean, basically like you know how is actually it's a tricky thing, is you know. You marry for love, but that ain't your main reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you have to think about legacy because it's like love is something. It don't continue all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. days you might not love your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, that love might be like right here. It normally here. <laughs> but, you know, but and she was just explaining how, you know, you have to marry for other purposes other than love because, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I believe that yeah. you know what i mean because you have to have other goals outside of love you know what mm-hmm. i mean because just like love is something that you have to build daily you know mm-hmm. what i mean but you have to think about your legacy your lineage your community all that stuff like that mm-hmm. you have to build it you have to have a plan you know yeah. what i mean and love don't sustain relationships mm-hmm. the work ethic that sustains yeah. it you know yeah. what i mean because mm-hmm. love people People say make love, but they refer reference it to the physical. Yeah. But you have to make love all the time and always. You have to you have to create it. Yeah, it ain't something that's just in the air. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It ain't like a mm, love. It's funny, love is strong out here in the atmosphere today. You know what I mean? You have to actually create. You have to be intentional, selfless, all that <laughs> stuff like that. And then on the other part of it, you have to. Be somebody that provides security. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. ha- have a plan. You know what I mean? You just can't do stuff and don't discuss it with your spouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
and you have to have drive, work, ethic, all that stuff like that because I guarantee that's why a lot of love, mm-hmm. look at the divorce rate. Yeah. All them people mm-hmm. claim love mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And look where it went to. Where yeah. Look at the yeah. over 50%. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, to me, debunks that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Love ain't, you married for love, you married for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, what, well, I like a few things she said, but one of the things that stuck out to me was like, it, she wasn't saying that she didn't love her husband. Exactly. It was more so like she said, I love the way, <laughs> I like this one line she says, like, I like the way he makes me feel this way, but what that intelligence do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, That's what you know, it's like she didn't, she didn't want to marry her husband because she solely loved him, mm-hmm. but because he, he, he had the mindset of building. Yeah. He, that's know. exactly right. And so I was like, oh, you know, like, I mean, I agree with that as well because, mm-hmm. like, love is a feeling and, you it's know, a it's, chemical it's an action. Reac- it's a cr- chemical so reaction like in your body. all these different things that you're yep. feeling. Like, yep. yeah, you love the way he does this. You love the way she does that and stuff like that. But, like, those feelings fade. And then exactly. what, what's going to be love? Exactly. So. That's, I think, when I watched the video, too, um, what I loved about that is I was just thinking about Yes, we have all claimed to have been in love a couple mm. of times oh, yeah. couple of in times. our life. For real. You know what I mean? Yeah. For real. And if we think about the partners that we have now, it's like there's no way that the people that we thought we loved before exactly. would be able to be the people that we needed today. Exactly. 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 You know? Exactly. Hey, anybody out there that y'all looking for a good soulmate, call me. <laughs> On my uh, hit me in my DMs and I will screen you. You know what I'm saying? If we'll you get pass. past just, me, we'll pa- I, you get past me, I pass you to jazz. You know what I'm saying? And after jazz, jazz may pass you to angels or somebody. You know what I'm what so mean? done. And then you'll finally get the mellow. <laughs> we have to screen you because this, this sister right here is vital to all our lives. She is a yes. very strong. We can't have any jokers messing us up. Exactly. We can't have any jokers because you, 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 you come between us. I'm telling you, I'm going to knock so... your nose loose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But, so, with the video, yeah, um, a question that I want each of us to answer is what factors did you or do you consider? You were courting and dating and now married for you guys. All right, I'm gonna let y'all go because I'm, I'm long winded. Okay, um, <laughs> a factor for me is just like like uh, Bree was uh, talking about um, what worked for me before may not have worked for me, you know, when I was ready to get married. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had to get out there, date, and really kind of like ask myself, okay, what worked, what didn't work. Mm-hmm. So. At the end of the day, I'd been engaged before. It was to somebody really young, and it just it didn't work out. You know what I mean for that time. But it taught me a lot of things. It grew me up fast. Put some sugar in the gas tank. Yeah. What? Huh? Oh, no, she didn't do that. No. Oh, okay. I no, thought no. Did She's not that evil. Oh no. All right. <laughs> but but anyway, um, so what I considered was just somebody. Yes, yeah, somebody beautiful course um to give me that chemical reaction mm-hmm. but the at the same but at the same time somebody you know stable somebody mm-hmm. who i could build with you yes. know what i mean you know attributes i could build with like okay they might have everything they want in life right away right but 
it's an attribute. Like, okay, she's in school. She studies for school. She works at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like has goals, even though right. those goals will change. Yes. And I hope they do based yeah. on what she learns. You know, does she have that going forward? Mm-hmm. You know, okay. is this I'm someone? Still... Okay, Brit. Shout out, Brit. Y'all brother better Shout write a book out this. These nuggets, <laughs> nuggets, no chicken right here. Exactly. So, are there attributes, and not just like for advancement purposes, but like personality? You, you gotta get along. Yeah. yeah. Like all this wow. gas and putting on, like, okay, oh, she's cute, so I'll just tolerate this. You know, oh, she's, nah, she's silly, no so I'll just. She's going to do something to make her turn ugly real quick. Exactly. That will make someone ugly real quick. So yeah. it's like, you got to get along mm. with someone that you date. Yeah, yes. you do. Facts. Yeah. So, so that was something. Somebody I get along with, somebody who had some attributes, you know, that I can. Build upon, even though, even if I don't even know where I'm gonna be at, uh, mm. you know what I mean? Because, but I mean, I gotta bring that to the table too, right? Wrong, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Like, some we can grow into each other, right? You know what I mean? Not just like because what people try to do is like just check all the boxes, mm-hmm. you know, check all the boxes, yeah. and then my list is complete. Yeah. So now I'll get married. Gotta yeah. make a fool out of no. your list every time. Because yeah, right. then that list will change. Right. That list will mm-hmm. change on you. And yeah. then you're just left with, but but they had this, though. You know what I mean? They had this, though. Now they've changed on. No, it's mm-hmm. like, no. no. Because people are dynamic. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. change. Oh. People don't understand that you yeah. circumstances. That's, yeah. that's just my thing. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I was just talking to Britt about this, but like marriage is a mirror to who you are and to what you need to grow in Mm. and to be honest oh my goodness i didn't know what i needed until i was married to the person i was supposed to be married to um Mm. so it was when i when i got married um at first i thought i needed i wanted this and this and this and this and then like god revealed to me like you know with chris you know, you are falling in love with the person that God is going to make him in to be. Mm. And I had to believe and trust in God that he was molding the both of us. Mm. Um, and he was making both of us um, new with that. And so mm. when I was thinking about dating and I was having my checklist of to do's, um, I was definitely thinking of someone, like you said, Steve, that you could just vibe with. Well. And that could be that best friend. Mm. I also thought about their family. And that I thought about who am I going to, if I connect with them, I'm going to be connected to their family too. Yes. And being That's around true. their family <laughs> gave me insight into the man that person was. Yeah. And so relationship with father, relationship with mother, yeah. how they treated each other around the dinner table. You know, mm-hmm. they were going to bring, possibly bring those values into a marriage. Yep. Right, yeah. right, right, And I think a lot of people now, they date to date. Yeah. And they yeah. don't date to marry. They don't. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, and but... it's like, well, then what are you doing? What are you doing? What's the purpose? Single people all on <laughs> right now because we're giving class. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Oh, I forgot, man. You single still? Yeah. Keep forgetting. Oh, yeah. wow. you have to see it like you who's did, my man. You just have a maturity about yourself. It seems like you're already a wife. Well, yeah, you know, I mean. you heard it here first. I'm a wife. A wife. 
<laughs> Somebody why? Well, uh, yeah. Um, well, see some single perspective uh, here. Uh, oh, you uh, gonna drop some nuggets? You gonna drop some nuggets? Yeah. No chicken. No oh, I'm gonna go last. Oh, well, you say you was long winded. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna round it up. Okay. You, yeah. gonna, you sure you gonna round it up? Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go long. Okay. Man. I ain't gonna drop too much. I gotta write a book, man. Oh goodness. Um, some factors that I consider when dating. Um. I think I never really had any factors, if I'm being honest, before becoming a disciple of Christ. Mm-hmm. I had a pattern like, yeah, the way pattern I had dated. Um, I think now, though, since I've been single for over a year mm. now, I've had some time to really get to know me. I think that's very important. Very. I think very. loving yourself. Love being thyself. Able, <laughs> being able to, I mean, we're constantly evolving into who we are. Mm. But I think that's somebody that I definitely want to be a walk beside me is somebody that's continuing to evolve, striving to evolve, um, passionate about what they do. It doesn't necessarily have to be about the arts, but just passionate about it. Having passion. Yeah. And um, just being confident. Like, I definitely need someone that's going to lead me to Christ. That's, like, the most important thing. Yeah, that's good. So I I think for me now, like, I feel like I have more purpose behind why I want to date. Because I feel like I had to ask myself that question many times. Because the desire is there. Like, I want to date. I want to get married. I want to have my own family one day. Yeah. But, like, I had to really ask myself why. Because I feel like at some point it was, like, just to have the title. You know, just to have companionship. Mm-hmm. Just to... You know, say that I'm with somebody, but now it's more so like I know that my future dating relationship will be a ministry, you know, mm-hmm. to those around me, my my family, um, yeah. the people that I fellowship with on a day to day basis. Right. Um, it's bigger than me. And so bigger. when I think about that, it's like, well, how can I work on myself so that I can find out what I can give to this relationship and not what I can get from it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I will want the person that. I'm going to be dating and to get married to, to have that same mindset. What can I give to this relationship and not seeking to get from it? That's good. Um, And I think that just goes to Philippians too, you know, putting, you know, uh, each other's interests before our own. Selflessness. Um, So that's kind of like my theme. Like Philippians two is my theme of just like my fact that factors of, you know, desiring the court and date Mm. and, Dating with a purpose, because I want to get married. I ain't dating just to date. Right, right, right. My yeah. number... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, don't do that. <laughs> I'm about to say, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. But, um, but um, I want to highlight what you. Uh, one of the things you said is like... So you're going to take my turn? Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you said that instead of focusing on what you can get from... You give two. Yeah. And I think if two people are doing that in Ooh. a dating relationship, uh, five crackers. then <laughs> yeah. you're on your way. Yeah. You're, you're on, on your way. You're you know, instead way. of like, okay, how can I manipulate or finesse this person to do what I want yeah. them to do with exactly. vice versa? That's right. the trap I was caught in in my previous engagement. Oh, it's like all a manipulation game. Yeah, yeah man. So... I ain't so, even yeah. gonna put my history out there like that. It's oh, dirty. Oh my god! But uh, <laughs> you know that's There's... true. But for real though, that 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 that's a key right there. <laughs> and that's a uh, one thing. My take on this thing is, you know, what I mean, like me, what I was looking for. I look for myself basically, you know, what I mean, because I honestly, 
One thing my mom told me, she was like, hey, you got to be okay with being by yourself. She mm-hmm. said, once you learn how to be by yourself, yeah. enjoy yourself, love yourself, all the other stuff will fall in place. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Other thing, my granddad said, don't get married till I'm over 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that 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 yeah, yielded great results. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, because me in my twenties was not mature. I didn't start maturing until I turned twenty eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's when I started thinking about my life and you know doing other things outside. You know of me because yeah. I had because I'm the oldest. You know yeah. what I mean? So I I had to share a lot. <clears throat> I didn't like the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I was selfish. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But somebody I was looking for, I, I wanted them to be strong. I actually needed them to be strong because I have a very overbearing personality. Like, I come to the room, I could take up space just with my personality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I needed somebody that had strength and knew how to just calm me down. And if I'm going too far, be able to pull me back. You yeah. know what I mean? Into a safe place because... Basically, I know I need a safety net sometimes because I can go from zero to 100 and mm, keep going. I yeah. will go to 1,000. <laughs> a lot of things don't happen after this. Yeah. It's, it ain't good. But, you know what I mean, um, I did it's kind of like what you did. You know what I mean? I just learned a lot by myself. I took time by myself because I had a bunch of better life. I was engaged before, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't even know why I did that. But, um, <laughs> but it's just I, I was riding off of different things that people I thought people wanted from me and stuff like that. And then I was like, you know what, I don't even want to be married right now, man. I'm twenty five years old. I got my own money, I got my own things going on and I don't wanna I don't I'm I I shouldn't do this. You yeah. know what I mean this is gonna be smart because I technically don't like this person after mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, after physical interactions. You know what I mean? I hate them after this. But you know what I mean? But that's just yeah. me being honest, you know what I'm saying? Because that was me before Christ. Yeah. But you know, once I got baptized, I've been baptized three times by the way. Um but last stuff. But you know yes. I mean, first you know what I'm saying? Like I said in first the previous God. podcast, I ranked off the first two times. Ranked, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you know, it gave me a better aspect because it's just yeah. like I seen you know what I'm saying, how my attitude affects me because it's like I see how my selfishness can affect me in a relationship. And just like I told Siobhan, when we first started dating, I need to see all of you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see your your fakeness. I want to see you what you're like even when you're struggling with your relationship with Jesus. Yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? Because I know you don't go out the rails and go buck wild and just return to the world and come back barefoot and naked. You know what I mean? Spiritually. You know what I mean? Okay. Right. right. You understand what I'm saying? This is why I'm going to talk about that for real. I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm a player. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? But I need to know that and I need her to, I need to show her the same thing. I need mm-hmm. to, I need her to see my resiliency. You know what I mean? I need her to see how I handle situations, how I can get into a bad place and all of a sudden right. climb back out. You know what I mean? So I had to show her that I knew how to build. And mm-hmm. even if I made a mistake, I, 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 I tell her, like, hey, man, I messed up, yo. I can fix it, but I messed up this time. Yeah. You know, so I had to, everything I asked from her, I had to be ready to show those same things. Because mm-hmm. if you ask something from somebody, you better be willing to give it. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to call you out on it. Just like Brie was saying, you're a mirror. You're going to get checked. Yeah. And once you start having blemishes and stuff, 
the reason you got married is for the other person to keep you from looking bad before you walk out the house. It's like you check yourself in the mirror. Amen. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so real. you ha- it's it's good to have that. And when mm-hmm. you have that, you're able to, you know what I'm saying, function at a high level a lot. Because sometimes mm-hmm. even when you feel like you at your lowest, when people could check you or tell you how good you are, how great you are to them and stuff like that, having a, a person that can encourage you thanks you are grateful. You know what I'm saying? You have to be grateful for everything. Like, because yeah. if you ain't grateful in a relationship, you just ain't going to handle the relationship because mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have to sometimes give yourself your own gratitude because sometimes people don't click when they supposed to click. You know yeah. what I mean? And that can get you angry. Mm-hmm. So I basically say work on yourself. You know what I'm saying? And look for somebody that match your energy because if they don't match your energy, don't, when you have that feeling in your pit of your stomach, do not ignore it. Because mm-hmm. if you do, you're punishing yourself. Because God don't gave you everything you need except a written hand, a handwritten letter say, hey, don't do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So pay attention, man. Yeah. yeah. Have both your eyes open, focusing on that person and yourself. But look harder at yourself than you look at them. Mm-hmm. Because, right. You know what it's I mean? Good. Because if you gauging them off mm-hmm. what you see and you're not gauging yourself, hey, right. mm-hmm. you might not be... <laughs> The best thing since sliced bread either. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, if you're looking for perfection, I tell brothers all the time, if you're looking for, for perfection, you're looking for the wrong thing. And if you got a checklist, throw that thing out the window. Throw it out. Because everything ain't going to happen the way you want it to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, just, hey man, keep your eyes open. Keep your heart open. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Stay loving God. Stay out them sheets and out them streets. Wow. You know what I mean? Hey, that's going to be a t-shirt. Stay oh, out the street. Yeah. Stay out the street. Path Shout life. to the mirrors what? of the world. Path life. No. Why not? I'm promoting Jesus and sexual morality. <laughs> Mel, you a hater. So this... I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had some of that haterade that... I, I that see. That Keegan was passing uh, around today. He, he passed out haterade? <laughs> I'm just... Like, I'm glad vocally, I was vocally. Oh. Oh. Um, so we're gonna talk about something a little bit more uh, serious here. Um, mm. Not that that wasn't serious, because that's serious as well. Right. But uh, Bill. the Iowa police harassment. Okay, so this uh, happened <sighs> July fifteenth. Um, this uh, video that we posted onto the group page. Um. And apparently this has been a problem in the state of Iowa yeah. mm-hmm. in recent history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, 50% of the pullovers that cops make are black people in Iowa. But yet black people make up such a significantly less than 50% of the population. It's like 17%. Yeah. So that yeah. tells you something that there's a trend there. Yeah, right? it's a high trend. A high trend. So, so um, now this, now this political, you know, they're good for these uh, thought-provoking videos. Mm-hmm. Um, showed the footage of this young man getting pulled over, yeah. and to the point where uh, he's being asked a bunch of questions. Which okay, he's getting asked questions, but he's getting asked questions to kind of lead him, him into, into yeah. Admitting to, to a crime. Yeah, he is coercing the victim. Yeah, he's coercing the victim. And apparently this is a, a pretty common practice. And again, I saw Black Klansman yesterday. Mm. So this kind of 
you know, kind of hits on that as well, mm-hmm. where yeah. cops trying to keep a certain population in line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I mean, that was crazy to see it play out on video like mm-hmm. that. So crazy to see. I mean, to the point, I mean, so the dude had to know he was on camera. The dude knows he's on camera. He, he's he kept having his own. He actually, yeah. he actually made me think he was trying to knock it offline. Because mm. most time when you do that, you're trying to disrupt the signal to cancel the feed. It, exactly. So apparently that didn't work. And uh, yeah, work. he's now on now this. Um, and uh, guy, you know, the guy's mom was commenting as well. Just mm. like, I was proud of him for how he handled it. Yeah, like, yeah, because you know, that could have went bad. Oh, that yeah. could have yeah. went horribly. Man, so. Yo. Yeah, I, I was, when I first saw it, I was just like, why? You know, like, yeah. it's all the questions he was asking him was like, are you sure that that's not, you know, uh, what he was saying? Your car, if it was his car. Yeah. If that was his car, then he was him if, like, there oh, was shake on the ground. No, no, he was asking, was it shake? Uh, shake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he was just like, yo, yeah. so Have you, you been sure smoking? that was the same? Have was you like, been around nah. anybody that was smoking? You know, just... Come on, level with be real with me, and I'll be yeah. real with you. Sure. I'm just like I'm being real. I am following your directions. I'm answering your questions. Right. I don't know what else you're trying to get out of yeah. me, but this is all I have. And they was telling the the other young man that yo, you look like you, you got look a like gun. You like you got a gun. You like you got a gun. You're and sitting like, you like you have like a gun. Like how, how do you, how you sit, sit like you have it? And a gun. he was sitting just like this. Right. How do you sit yeah. like you And then he was go. trying to explain it to him, like, well, you know, like for us, like when we see people sitting like that, basically, like it looks like they're trying to hide. Nine something. times out of ten, you know, they do have a gun on them when they sit like that. So like what? Really? I'm just like, I don't get it. It's it's pure harass. I mean, that was the epitome of harassment. I'm talking about her. I mean, I'm gonna oh. say it like good Southern uh, Caucasian people. That was the epitome of harassment. <laughs> I'm so done. Like you're on and it's like if one of the comments that was at the end of the video was we've gotten to a point now as black people where we're like, well, at least he didn't get go to jail or at yeah. least he didn't get killed. Yeah. Like that's now the standard. Yeah, that's right. the standard. At least you know, it wasn't death. You right. know what I mean? Like we've got that's still not so okay. far it's not okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not okay. And that's the th- that's the thing. And people be trying to like paint us behind the line like this stuff don't happen. This is a very real thing, guys. Like yeah. this stuff happens often. It don't happen to me. I know it don't happen to my brothers before, because they shook them down in the rain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Took them out their shoes, socks, everything. You wow. remember that, bro? But you know what I mean? <laughs> And it don't happen to me before where I had to just basically just perform. I, was, I yeah. thought I was a circus act out there on the side mm-hmm. of the road. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm just like, man. So it was like trip. that scene out of like the, the five heartbeats. You know Bru- what I'm for saying? real. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It got to the point where I was so mad, I felt like I was finna do something. Yeah. People, I, I, I it's said, provo- I mean, you're I provo- said provo- to myself, yeah. I was like, God, if I'm telling you, if you do one more thing, I'm yeah. stealing off on Yeah. I can't, I can't take this right here. Yeah. Like, It's even a situation where we had... Um, I remember uh, I planned my uh, best friend's uh, 21st birthday, and I was actually living in Peachtree City at this time, and I was coming back home, and we had a fun night. We went bowling. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, this was before my disciple days, so um, we, we definitely went there um, with the drinks, and so she wasn't able to uh, walk or whatever, so... Mm-hmm. 
So one of my other friends, you know, drove. I was in the passenger seat. She was in the back seat, and it was another friend in there. And I guess there was a police officer that was just, like, looking for a certain type of car. And I'm just like, if you're looking for a certain type of car, wouldn't they give you the license plate, too? No? Or they just give you a type of car? But anyways, so basically we were being profiled. Uh, my my roommate, she was, not my roommate, my best friend, she was, uh like, cognitive enough where she, because she's a criminal justice major, so she knew her law. She was like, you can't you can't search my vehicle without a warrant, but they still did it. Like and then they still didn't find anything. Like they were trying to they were like, Yeah, we've been have reports of this this type of vehicle having loads of uh drugs in it, so I need you guys to step out of the car and, you know, check you know, so I can check the car and she's like, Well, you don't have the right to do that because you don't have a warrant to search my car. So, you know, like even in that experience I'm just like you know, and I, I think what it has come to, like you were saying, like, at least they didn't kill. It's like the, fa- the fact that now when I know I'm not supposed to be doing something I'm supposed to be doing, like, whether I'm speeding or whatever. But at the same time, it's like if I'm ever pulled over, my first thought is like, oh, man, I hope I don't die today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't, and I don't think I ever really thought about that until, like, we, I just really started seeing our, our ethnicity just get shot or killed over and over and over again, whether it is from traffic violations or uh, getting pulled over for no reason or, you know, like, even, like, the woman, like, uh, I forgot the woman's name, but the one that was dragged out of her car and, like, slammed on the ground. Sandra Bland? Was it Sandra Bland? Was it? Well, no, she was held and everything, too. Yeah, and then I think, then they rushed her to the hospital or something, or she was on her way to the hospital and didn't make it. Something, I don't know. But I just see stories like that. so many. And it's just, like... so many. I my first but my first immediate thought is like I hope I don't die today. Yeah. You know, like not even like the fact of like Right. I hope I don't get, get a, get a ticket. ticket. Like I hope I don't die right today. Like I hope that I'm able to just respond to all his questions in a in a reasonable yeah, manner. Yeah, and you try and to be calm try, and, as possible. Yeah. And and that's the thing, I feel like we have complied, we have put our hands up. We have reached for what you've asked us to reach for. Mm. We have gotten out of the car when you want us to get out the car, but everything doesn't work. Like people have died yeah. off of doing all of these things. Everything. Mm. So it's like it's not us. I mean, that's what I, that's that's what we need to get to the point of realizing. Like it's not us. It's they have dehumanized us in their minds. Exactly. Yeah. And so now. They are trying to exert power over us. And anybody who is in a situation where a police is literally like, do this, do that. Didn't I say this? Do this, do this. Did you do this? You start feeling like, okay, I'm working with you. But there's a point where now you just try in my humanity. And now there's a problem. You know what I mean? There's a problem. You try my humanity. And now they don't look at you like you're human. And that's the part where it's like, Wow, I can't even do anything to make the situation better. Exactly. They have to fix it. Yeah. But we don't but what that looks like, whole other discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cause I, I like I say often, like, you know what I mean? I, 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 
people, I'm like, how, if I have a son or a daughter, how am I going to tell them what to do? Because I'm like, yeah, I can tell you what to do, but yeah. this may not work. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. like, if the cop feeling some kind of way, he going to keep pressing you, especially, I'm like, these cops be sitting there, I'm like, how, why do stops have to last this long? Because you yeah. don't search what you need to search. You know I don't have anything. Why is this going over 15, 20 minutes now? Right. Because even like, you know what I mean, people asking me when I get pulled over, stuff like that, what are you doing out this time of night? I'm grown. I'm a grown right. man. Right. I'm doing out this time of night. I do what I want to when I get ready. I pay taxes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is my car. Right. What are you asking? There's you know not I mean? like a statewide curfew exactly. that I'm exactly. exactly somewhere. Yeah. 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 And you know what I mean? And the thing of it is, you know, it's just like, man, like, you get tired of being tried because you're just trying to be human. Like, people like, yo, I I just want to be able to walk around and just be a dark-skinned human being. You yeah. know what I mean? Without it being some kind of uh, negative energy coming towards me. Just because just I just like I tell people, I mm. walk around. And like, I, I like, sometimes like, I was telling my wife when we was on vacation, I was like, we was riding somewhere and I was just thinking, I was like, you know what? I don't 100% relax when I'm on vacation because I know I always got to be watching out for both of us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I said, because guess what? I'm black everywhere I go. Yeah. Right. I was like, sometimes you may not remember it, but you know what I mean? But I'm never rested. I'm always looking, thinking like, hey, watch out for this. Watch out for this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. If I move, move with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I tell that to my wife all the time. If I move, don't ask questions. If I say, let's go, we're let's going go. this way, let's go. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, don't ask me. Just come. Trust me. At the end, I explain everything at the end. Yeah. But right now, it's time to move. No explanation. Mm. You know what wow. I mean? Yeah. And, and I was like, because I want her to know that the times like that may come. You know what I mean? And I may have to put my life on the line just for you to live. You know what mm. I mean? And I... I hate that it's like that because yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm still in America. Yeah. Ain't anyway, I I get more love. And if I was in Dominican Republic, they treated me like I was one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I was over there getting high five free stuff, everything. You know what I mean? Like I was like, yo, you know what I mean? See, like I talk about the country, I'm like, oh man, this is kind of cool to be black. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. about Europe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but not nah, Germany's fire though. Germany's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um. It's just it's difficult, man. Like to never have a, a time of real living, rest. Living while black, exactly. Like yeah. I, I, if I'm living while black, it's just <laughs> I'm always. Yeah. I gotta have a chip on my shoulder. I gotta have my binoculars out. I gotta be looking twenty feet ahead of me instead of right at the, yeah. in front of my nose. Yeah. Like I don't have the luxury to just be walking around like la 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 right. la la la. Like people are like, oh man, just chill out, have fun. Like I can't do that. I let my guard down, I may die. You know what I mean? Like, right. you got that luxury. You know what I mean? Because I used to tell, like, some of my Caucasian friends, like, they understand it because i like, the reason why you understand it is because you don't want to and you ain't got to. This, yeah. this is what I said. I don't, I'm not trying to argue with you and I'm not trying to say you're a bad person. I'm not trying to say you're racist. But you are oblivious. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because right. this is not your situation. You don't want to know. You think I have it good. I said, most time when I'm in a good situation, it's like, oh, man, you with me. I was like, but... You can go anywhere and get your respect. Mm-hmm. I can't go everywhere and get respect. I can go into a store that I can afford everything in that store and still get treated differently. Mm-hmm. I can get in the store with the money hanging around my neck yeah. 
And I still be getting looked at right. like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's no return policy on this. What, what, what okay, the, I, 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 if I buy something, I'm finna take it home. You get out my face? That just made me think of a time I walked into the store, which, by the way, after seeing those prices, I definitely wasn't about to buy anything. Yeah. But still, like, I'm, you know, even if I wanted to go browse the store, you know, just to browse it or whatever. But I remember one of the, uh, you know, people who work the floor retail yeah people. retail people yeah. came up to me and was like um are you sh- are you sure you have th- the money for this and i'm just like if i did <laughs> yeah, if i almost punched in your face would you be okay <laughs> <laughs> would you be okay <laughs> but no i mean the 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 clothes was like 200 something dollars right. i'm just like of course i'm not gonna buy it right. but this is some nice you know yeah. stuff but can I not just be in the store? Right. That's what I'm saying. Because I watch other people browse all the time and right. steal from you. Right. <laughs> right. Because just like most of the people that get caught stealing on white. And that's the thing. We we bring on, people don't realize that living while black, all of that, all of those are stressors. Yeah. Mm. All of that. Yeah. So so when you have to deal with that every day or every other day or you have to police yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. that's psychological. That's linked to health issues. Mm-hmm. Like it's all living while black. Yeah. All yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Because stress kills. Yeah. It literally kills. It does. Because it's like, like why, why do you think so many old people that eat healthy and ate very well have hypertension? Mm-hmm. Because they come from stressful environments. Yeah. You know what I mean? They come from an environment where they have to always watch something. They have to always be thinking of something. They have yeah. to always be, yo, nobody, don't, and they be like, oh, well, that's a black disease. You know why? Because it's <laughs> we we are in a black situation right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, we're in a situation right. of oppression. And like people like, they know it. And the thing is, when you can say stuff like that, I know you know this is real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. even when I hear doctors or uh, Many medical professionals say that, oh, this diabetes and all that stuff like that's a black disease. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, you know why? Right. You know what I mean? Because stress. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I have to work. I have to climb twice as hard, twice as fast. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I have to abide by your regulations in dress, hair, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to think twice before I walk out the door. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's bad, man. Yeah. It's like, like I, I hate it for all of us. You know what I mean? That we have to go through these things. You know what I mean? Because yeah. just like I tell people, like some people love me just because they know me. You know what I mean? And most of the people that they they, they love me, but just like I'm like, well, what about the other people that ain't me? You accepted me. Yep. You accepted me, but what about everybody else? Because I see how you look at everybody else. Yeah. And I, I, I don't have real talks with people like that. I was like, oh, I know you accept me, but what about yep. them? What about them? Mm-hmm. You, you, I, you just took a black person and put them in a box like, well, this is my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everybody about? else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we are accepting the everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so just real quickly, I mean, um, we've obviously all been in this situation. I've seen the feedback coming through yeah. as yeah. well. Okay. Um, so what have you guys been taught to do in this situation? Like, you know, just growing up black, like, uh, as far as being pulled over. I mean, you know, I know this, ch- this, this is an amplified situation for yeah. what we grew up in. Yeah. But yeah. just like, what, what have you always heard or what have you adopted since this 
post Trayvon era. Um, so what do we have added on to yeah. what we already know? Yeah, yeah, that'd be probably a better question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do I like for? And I'm gonna honestly admit this: like I was afraid for uh, after the Trayvon Martin. I was so angry, I got afraid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you ever been to the point where you mm-hmm. so angry? And I'm like, you know what? I'm afraid to get in my car because I don't know what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it got to the point where I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go a lot of places after night. I came straight home because I was like, if I get in this situation, the Joe Blow come to me, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So some of the things I picked up is just like, mm-hmm. I don't make no sudden movements. I don't itch toward anything. If somebody approaches my car and they, I, I, 10 and 2, mm-hmm. I sit there and I wait. And most of the time, if I see them pulling me over, I go ahead. Everything is mm-hmm. within a little slight movement mm-hmm. reach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I only got nothing in my glove compartment mm-hmm. no more that I need to oh, show the police. Yeah. Wow. I ain't got mm-hmm. my title. Wow. <laughs> this <laughs> like, is mine. Like, okay. Right here. It's right. all me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Just stuff like that. And, you know, like I, I make sure that we have everything we need because... Even like I know I'm not always around my wife because we both got two different cars and we go different directions all the time. So I try to make sure that I answer your question clearly. I'm not gonna be fooled by your trick questions, you know, because I know how you ask a question to fall into mm. a rabbit hole and lead you to somewhere else. So I know how to listen to what you say because it's like I tell people process what people saying before you say yes yeah. or no. Mm-hmm. You know That's what I mean? Good. Because good. if you don't. You can get tricked into a question that you like, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because exactly. that's what they train to do. They train to agitate. Right. When they're supposed to be trained to keep the peace. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we know now they train to agitate. Yeah. And I have to, and I, even like, that's why, I, you know, I talked about in Bible talk before, like, please pray for my anger because I know when people come at me, I answer the call. I, you knock on my door, I be like, hey, who it is? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I try to calm that down and I keep my my wits about me when I'm in a situation mm-hmm. like that. I, I even meditate real quick to dial myself down and say, okay, I'm in this situation. What am I supposed to do? Okay, this, mm-hmm. this, 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 this. And run down. Make sure I got my seatbelt on. Make sure I got everything on. Even though Siobhan, I know I don't wear my seatbelt all the time, but I don't care sometimes. But you know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what I mean? I try my best to follow all the rules except for seatbelts. I think seatbelts are stupid. Uh, okay. But you know what I mean? What? I do. I don't know why. So, you know, one day you get in an accident and you just catapult through the window. I was in an accident with a seatbelt and without a seatbelt. It didn't matter. What, how, how impactful was it? Very impactful. I hit, uh, I flipped out a ditch. I hit a building, a boat. Uh, some stuff. A light pole stopped me eventually. <laughs> that's all I can say. That's all I can say. Hey, Ron, you remember that? When you told me to stay oh in the house and gosh. go to sleep. And then I just went home, drove, and then I called y'all later and said, well, you called me after the wreck. <laughs> I'm so done. I, I necessarily haven't, wasn't like somebody sat me down and like taught me this is what I was supposed to do. I think I just learned from other people. Yeah. Um, and I think more so now, because I really didn't even start driving until like, you know, I was 18. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, even then, like, I just felt like I just didn't, I, I think at that point I was just fearing to get a ticket and I've, I've gotten pulled over before, mm-hmm. but those times I got pulled over, I'm just like, oh boy, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. You know, I said, like, oh, okay, broken tail light, oh, broken headlight, you know, it's like, all right, you know, tickets I can just pay off. But I think now, like just seeing everything that has transpired over the years, 
it's just like I like you. I have my life. I have my insurance and my license, like all in my little uh, CD holder because I don't have any mm-hmm. CDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have it in my CD holder. So if I ever get pulled over, I can just easily just put it out there on the dashboard, lay it out, and have my hands on the wheel. Um, but I mean. I think it's just like what I've always would like just learn from other people is comply, comply, comply. Whatever they say, whatever they're asking, just do what they say. Yeah. Because I think the thing is just that I get very nervous, you yeah. know, like to the point where <laughs> I remember one time when I first got my when I got my first car, which was a nineteen ninety seven Lincoln Continental. Good oh. God of <laughs> I was at your first car. You had a professional gas guzzler car. Uh, I Good did. God of a professional gas guzzler. Um, but I remember one time me and my friends were coming back from the club. <laughs> Pre-discipleship days. Club club you, you stayed at the club. I tell you no, that. I club and drinking. I, I didn't even like fit into mm-hmm. that culture. I mean, she probably yeah. drink the Dave and Busters. I mean, I did. Yeah. <laughs> now. So I had a curfew of 12. My mom was like, you know, if you come back after this time, the door is going to be locked. So I was like, all right. So me and my friends like Yolo. ducked off to a park and just slept in the car because they were already asleep. They mm-hmm. couldn't get in the house. I couldn't get in my house. So we just go sleep at the park or whatever, you know. That's wild. So the police, so we saw, <laughs> I saw the blue lights like whoop whoop, you know, coming there, right, and then they were like, so me, my tired tail and stupid tail go oh get out, God. step out the car, like we about to have this real conversation, right. like okay, what, what's up, what's good, you know, oh like like goodness. I'm about to, you know, he's like, man, we'll get back in the car, and say, oh yeah, 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 you right. So I got back in my car, and he was like, what's going on? Why you guys parked here? And I was like, well, we're all locked out of our house and we're tired, so we just pulled over to the side and park to uh go to sleep and he didn't ask any more questions he said all right we're gonna sit at the entrance so nobody would you know mess with y'all and i'm like you know there's some good people out here you know so but the thing is i think now it's just i don't care who you are and i don't know who the person is gonna stop me all i can just think about like i said earlier is that i just hope that this is not the day that i die so I'm going to try to do everything that I could possibly can. I think it's always from something I've always seen. Like the guy who was reaching for his permit got shot. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, Trayvon Martin, I don't wear hoodies anymore. Like I don't, I can't, I can't wear hoodies at night. It's just like, I just don't, mm-hmm. I just feel like yeah, if I have a hoodie on, I don't know. Right. So yeah. it's just so many different things that you see clothing. that's mm-hmm. like, okay, well this happened because of as a result of this, so let me not do that, so mm-hmm. that I won't be put in that situation. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's for me. Yeah. Well, By the way, they took uh, Serena's cat suit out of the French Open. You can't wear that no more. Either. Saw that. Yeah. And they had the nerve to like single her out too. They weren't they just did. like, okay, all tennis players should respect Roland Garros for the French Open. They were just like, no, Serena. Yeah. We felt like. Her garb disrespected the attire of the French Open, and but they all wear short, skin revealing stuff. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's the black body. It is, and she's too fine for y'all to look at. Too fine. Had you ready to cheat on your wives? Stop it. Stop. Read my mind. Y'all was out there somehow. We 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 like the black body. That can happen like so easily. And this off topic, but. In an office setting, like quick. every quick, 
like literally depending upon what you're wearing like having to go out of the house check and recheck to say okay if this looks this way on one particular type of person's body but on mine i'm going to hr (laughs) you know so it's like the same thing exactly same thing with hair cultural hair. yep you know it's like it's offensive on certain people but then it's like it can, it's okay with another person. You know, that's why I you wear my glasses I mean? when I go to interviews and stuff like that. I wear my glasses because I look innocent with my glasses. I don't, <laughs> I look I, I'm telling, I, people, I have had people tell me that before. You look friendly with your glasses. So you don't look friendly right now? I guess not. <laughs> Cut your pearls. You know what I mean? I'm just like, what? I tell you, like I tell people like, hey man, Believe it, it's, it, you have to you have to be a professional f- finesse when you out here in these streets and you black. Mm-hmm. If you're not, it's 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 a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So what about you guys? Um, I mean, just I just know growing up where I grew up in Southern DeKalb County, I'm very aware. I'm very aware that. Uh, my surroundings, it's nothing but black people mm. or whatever. But when I go outside to another county, maybe to Gwinnett or Cobb, I mean, growing up, you were always taught to be on your guard just of what something will look like, how fast you're driving, um, even like having your dome light on, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like anything that would draw attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not close to home, you better be careful. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, in DeKalb County, I mean, they're quick to pull you over for something Mm -hmm. because they want to take your money. You know, that that was always my thing. But at least I know in DeKalb, growing up, that was just my mentality. I'm just, like you said, I'm just going to pay off this little ticket or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if I'm in unfamiliar surroundings, I'll just like, nope, I'm going to play it straight. 55. 10 and 2, like, you know, Russ said, too, in the comments, you know, eyes forward, 100%. I mean, I grew up with that kind of fear. Like, if I saw a bunch of cob plates or brunette plates, I get a bit more careful, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's just a shame, man. But, I mean, and that fear is taught, too. I mean, you know, my parents would say that, you know, and people would joke about it. But, I mean, eventually, it just, it just kicks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Or if I like in Rockdale or something, you know, like mm-hmm. same thing, you know. Yeah. The further I am from home, the more careful I was. That, mm. That's just what I grew up with, and I don't think that's changed too too much. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think with me growing up, I grew up in a relatively small, like college town. Right. And so. It was very much just from my parents of compliance. Yeah. Like, do what they tell you to do. Don't do anything extra. Don't cause attention to yourself. And so I pretty much policed myself mm-hmm. in making sure that I didn't do anything that was offset or something that would cause attention. Right. Um, I remember being pulled over in, in the front of my apartment complex because I hadn't made like a wrong turn or something like that. And I got a ticket and that was it. And he was fairly friendly, but I broke down in my car 
and cried. Right. And it was like, why am I crying right now? Mm. And it was because of that sheer just fear. Yeah. You know, yeah. That I thought be, of yeah. what I thought was going to happen that didn't happen. And so, um, of course, this was before Trayvon Martin and everything, you know, this transpired. Um, with police just going crazy over their um, power. Not that they just started it, but yeah. this is the first, you know, couple of times there's actually been this put out there. Yeah. And so it's literally, I'm sort of kind of debating in my head, well, what's right, you know, and what do, what do I do when a situation like that occurs? If I've seen instances of people doing stuff right and it's still being wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Darius, you said earlier, you know, what our, with all of our future kids, yeah. what kind of world is it going to be? Right. You know, what are we going to tell them? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Can't awesome. be like NWA, man. Well, let's hear some yeah. more about Brie. Ah. Yeah, she's yeah. our special guest today. She's our special guest. We're to the portion of the show. <laughs> we all get to learn a lot more about Brie. So she is sporting yeah. her Connect to Your Cause shirt right here. Connect to Your Cause. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do, your background? And- yeah. Okay. So um, I've been in nonprofits, in the nonprofit space for about 10 years now. And all of it's been in a volunteer management role. So getting people from the community to come to the nonprofit to be able to serve the people that the nonprofit serves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's individuals, that's faith-based organizations, that's um, corporate groups, anybody who wants to come and serve in nonprofits. When I was at particular nonprofits, I was the person they would contact. Mm And so um, throughout that time, I engaged with a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life who wanted to give back, who wanted to serve. But it started getting very frustrating for me because they came with a real, I feel like offset mentality of what it meant to serve and what it meant to give back. Mm. And so I saw a lot of, we're going to come and take a picture and we're going to pet the zoo animals Mm. and then we're going to say we help the community Mm, and we put it in our newsletter and then we walk away and there's no heart change. There's no impact. Mm. So it was exactly, exactly, exactly. And I don't know if y'all have heard of the term um, poverty porn, but um, poverty porn is basically going to different communities or going overseas, going to the impoverished nations, taking a picture with the kids and then saying, you know, I'm making a difference in their lives when you're at, when you're giving them lollipops and candy, Mm -hmm. when their stomachs can't even digest it because they don't have the nutrition that they need. And so, um, I started seeing this and it got me angry because most of the time, people who would come and volunteer, mm. they will volunteer for people who look like me. Mm. And they would be coming. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You would see like, what is that? Um, What is her name? Lachlan? Yeah. You know, oh, you yeah. see like the stories and that's not song. empowering. Dude, I'm talking it's about it's a sad song. And that's the song. 
Like, that's just across the board when you hear it, like the animals. You know, it's it's definitely the animal commercial. I'll be like, yo, how do y'all got us looking like the animals? (laughs) Oh, y'all think we're animals. Right. Right, right. So, at that point, you know, I was just really upset with it, you know, and I decided, number one, I want to teach people how to serve the right way. Right. And how to have a transformation of heart. Mm. while doing it Mm. and so even if you don't come back to that particular nonprofit, you have turned into an advocate because of education my background is in international studies i did i studied abroad i myself went to an orphanage Mm. and at that point i thought to myself how can i do this for the rest of my life but then as i started getting more and more into nonprofits, i was like no there is a right way and a wrong way to serve mm. like there, there is. Yeah. And so I created connecting the cause to teach those mission groups, those church groups, those corporations, how to serve effectively mm. and how to give impact and then helping nonprofits with their volunteer engagement strategies. Yeah. And then on the third side, helping women who really want to develop their own passion projects in the Mm. community, making sure they do it in the right way. There are billions and billions and billions of dollars that are put into mission trips and that are put in like, like Delta, even when my husband went to Haiti, half of the airplane was a mission trip or someone going over to try, you know, to make it, to make a difference. Mm -hmm. But what people don't realize, um, if you want to learn more about this, the book toxic charities is a really good book. Mm -hmm. But, um, with that, literally the organization they're going to, or the country would pay money for them to come and to host them when that money could have been going to the actual community. Right. Right. So there was a particular situation in the book where they asked a group of kids, um, a group of kids, a group of mission kids were going and they were going to renovate a house. Okay. And the organization they were going to, they had to make sure they had culturally appropriate food for the Americans. They had to make sure they had a place for the Americans to, um, um, lay their heads they had to make sure they had a a, a, you know trip set up for them to go to the mountains and all of that money could have actually been poured into the community and then the kids came they painted they did tile work they built houses they left and the community had to do it over again because none of these kids were skilled in those areas and that happens all the time when that money could have actually been paid for skilled workers in yeah. the community yes. to do that work. To do that work. And so I am an advocate for doing service the right way mm. so that when these mission trips and when these churches and these community groups are ready to serve, I can ask them, what's going to be your real impact? Mm. Are you going to go and mess something up? Mm. What is the best way you're effective? Do you have business people that can come over and help with economic development instead of putting the paintbrush in their hands and they mess up the outside of the house. Right. You know, so that's sort of kind of where it started from. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That that right there is because to me, to me, I think that just like paints a picture just of 
charity organizations in another life for me because I I often think about that when people send kids to do things. I'm yeah. like, what are they what gonna really do? And that's I'd be like, I see yeah. if they go over there and like I see if it had a two part um impact plan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, kid like some of the teens and stuff can go over there for morale or lifting or moving, but having somebody that is actually like you said, skilled in putting together a house. Yeah. In place. Like I understand they can help, but building a house, painting I understand. But building a house, tile work, all that stuff like that, that ain't something that you can just wake up and do. You know yeah, what I mean? No. And I, I often like I don't heard of different organizations. I've been a part of a few churches that they do that and I was like, well what them kids gonna do? Like, cause they don't know how to do that. You still fold their clothes with them. Like, how they going <laughs> to <laughs> like, I mean, these people right. don't even know how to do laundry. You think they know how to build a house? Right. Fortnite and uh, actually building a house ain't the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Go somewhere. And even a lot of these or a lot of organizations that they partner with, unfortunately, they come and they paint the house. Yeah. And then another group comes and paint the house. And then they paint the house again. So they do the and same they, house. They do the, the same, same thing house. over and over again because of the partnerships yeah, yeah. that are had. So then, when we have when we have church situation, when we have church situation, they don't know what color their house is no more. Right. When we it's come, like a gingerbread house. It's exactly. Like, and today, you have the organization who is going that's overseas who's going to host the church. Yeah. Because they get funding from them. Mm. And then, so they want to create that good experience uh-huh. instead of Darius, like you were saying, these kids can't do skilled work. So why not make it an educational opportunity? Yeah, uh, exchange exactly. in a, uh, in learning about being a global citizen, right? Yeah. Instead of I'm coming, and then and that's something that we have as Americans a lot of times the mentality I'm going overseas to be the savior. Yeah. Right. And so then was like, oh, I'm bringing a skill. That means I'm coming to help you. So then it's automatically a us versus them power struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you get to a point where I'm going over there just to save you and God isn't here. So let me show you God through my actions and service when all actuality is selfish ambition. Yeah. Right. right. Facts. Uh-huh. Because it, because me, I feel like if you, got follow through, you know what I mean? It will make sense to me for the like charitable organizations. Like if you follow it through and you ain't just doing one house over and over, if you actually building up a community. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you have people such that represent you in place to go over there to be able to be your liaison, you know what I'm saying? And let you know and get you up to speed of what's really going on over here. That's good. I feel like that is a valuable tool yes. that can be had and be used because, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm, a, I'm a line drawer, so I was like, okay, well, this, you draw this, 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 this is the way all this can connect. And I feel like if you got people that are all, always over there for a period of time and you have people that go over there and are familiar with the areas and be able to bring, like I said, bring you up to speed, tell you what's going on and don't just keep putting one block thinking you building a community that, you know what I'm saying? Like you just put one house down. This ain't, uh, you don't even play Monopoly like that. You got to put a bunch of houses down in order to really mean something. You got to buy the whole block. You know what I mean? So think about it that way. 
Mm-hmm. Build a community. Make, make sure it's build the safe haven. Don't just build a house because everybody don't live in that house. Mm-hmm. Right. And the right. minute if you keep painting over, over, ain't nobody really living in that house. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's just a project. It's like it's just a, a project. It's like a project. Yeah. It's a science project. Or yeah. something like that or whatever. Yeah, you your know. hypothesis is wrong. Right. <laughs> Always. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like what you did there. So, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I really love like the message behind like what you do as far as like helping people like prepare how to serve Word. the right way. So I, I, I want to ask you what is the right way and what's the wrong way to serve? Ooh, good question. So um, one of the things I think is important um, when it comes to serving is what is, what mindset are you bringing to the table? Are you bringing a mindset of I'm coming to save these people, especially when it comes to churches, I think we get, um, I think we get it wrong when we say we're coming to help because number one, Jesus is going to do the job, you know, um, he's just using us. But number two, us as Christians need to say, I am serving because I want to be more like Jesus, not because I want to go save a population of people. And I think that that's the thing that's really important. So number one, just the mentality Mm -hmm. that you have going into number two, the other right way to serve is to do your research and to do, and to know your history, you know, don't go into a space and automatically assume that, you know, what's going on. Have you spoken with community leaders have that have been on the ground and been doing the work for years? Mm. You know, have you picked their brains and talked about what can I do to help? What skills do you see that I have that you want me to bring to the table versus I have these skills. Mm. Let me show you what I can do. Yeah. Mm. Um, a third one is looking at the community for community based assets. What does the community already have in their possession that can be used to uplift themselves Mm. without you feeling like you have to bring something to the table. There's already something that's there, you know, and, International Development 101 is, which is 101, but nobody really does it all the time, is you have to employ the people who are already in the community to do the work. Mm. Teach them a skill so that when you leave, you know, somebody said um, that on there. When you teach them a skill, what are those things that can keep and stay with them far after you leave? Mm. If you create a whale for them and... (laughs) Brittany looking cute. She looking cute on it. Um, if you create a, a whale and you build a whale, um, are they going to have to rely on you to come back and fix it when it's broken? Right. You know, are they going to have to wait another year for the next mission trip to come back? So those are some of the tried and true things that need to take place when you what go in it? and you mm-hmm. volunteer and for you real? serve. It's not about you. At the end of the day, transformation comes from there's a there's a theory that I follow from Jack Mesereau and it's called um, the transformative learning theory. Mm-hmm. And you learn by a disorienting dilemma. Mm-hmm. You have to go through a disorienting dilemma for you to change your brain yep, wavelengths yep, yep, for yep. then you for you to understand something new. And yep. so when it comes to servitude, um, one of the amazing examples I like is Say, for instance, you were going and you were about to go work at a homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you go in and you you have on your gloves and you have on, you know, your apron, you bought the food and then you go in and then all of a sudden the people who are experiencing homelessness are the ones that are actually serving you. Mm. What is that? What does that look like? That now looks like a I'm not the one that's just giving. They have something to give. B, they have a skill. And they, and number three, that you don't always have to feel to be in a position to go and save. The only job a volunteer has is to go in and say, I want to be transformed Mm -hmm. by the person that I meet. Mm -hmm. And then work on your heart throughout that. Your biasness and and the way you feel about certain people has to change as a result of that interaction. And that's that disorienting dilemma that I want to teach people to put yourselves in those situations where if you see someone who's suffering from homelessness or you see someone that you don't encounter on a daily basis, get to know them and talk to them and hear their story. You won't look at that population the same. You know, and so that's, those are some of those ways of really getting outside of your box and being a true volunteer. I agree with that 100%. because. Like I tell people all the time, I got some of my best wisdom from homeless people down at the Riverwalk in Augusta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I used to be sitting there sometimes at night pondering what I'm going to do with my life, how I'm going to get to this place. And somebody, dude ain't got nothing, but he gave me something every time I walk away. And I used to meet this guy every Sunday and talk to him. Mm-hmm. It became a thing for a year. You know what I mean? And every time he gave me something, I gave him something. Mm. And I asked him what he wanted to do. I'm like, hey, man. I was like, do you want me to do anything? And most of the time, he's like, nah, man, you ain't got to do nothing. I'm like, hey, man, I got to do something. You keep giving me stuff, and I can't just let you walk away <laughs> yeah. from me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I got to give you something. Do you want something to eat? I was like, yo, let's go get something to eat. I mind putting the guy in my car. I'm shoot you a dude. Just like I'm a dude. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, and the things that is, it's like, man, he was telling me, he was like, man, you know, your acts of kindness is actually giving me inspiration to try to go back out and try it at the world again. He was like, because, you know, you're the only person that yeah. actually sit here and talk to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And listen to what I got to say. Don't disregard me. Don't say I stink or nothing like that. I was like, nah, man, I understand your situation. I know I, I'm a decision away from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't look at you like you that far away from me. The further you are away from me is just sitting right beside me. I can easily be you and you can be me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? So true. And that's one thing I learned. That's something my mom always taught me too. Just don't look down on people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she was like, you, you're a decision away. Right. You can always right. be in another person's shoes. Yeah. And just like, even like what you were saying, sometimes we have to actually put their shoes on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, some people are like, put, your, put, put yourself in their shoes. Actually, you have to, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, in order to understand because you won't if you don't go deep into it. If you're just doing it just for just space value and lip service, it, it don't help nobody in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just, you know what I mean? You have to, because it's, that's like one of my visions. Like, it's one thing I used to talk about all the time. It's something that I want to do. Yeah. Like, I just want to build, find an old school or something mm. like that and just take it and put people in place, mental health professionals, um, dietitians, all that stuff like that to put people up to speed to teach them how to be productive, not only for themselves, like each one teach one. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. you know what I'm saying? And for homeless people, Bad mothers, all kinds of stuff like that. To be, and even give them a skill. Have people yes. come in and teach them a skill yes. because just feeding them, tell them they're going to be okay, that don't help all the time. Some mm-hmm. people actually need to be, just like I said before on the show, we, some people need to be taught. 
Yeah. Because you don't, some people just don't know. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what I would like to see happen. You know what I'm saying? I would like to make that happen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like to be able to buy this school and just put things in place to uplift people, to get them out of poverty. And that, yeah, I know everybody ain't going to come out, but you know what I'm saying? If I can get five, ten, one. You know what I mean? It's fine. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody going to see it and they right. going to want to help somebody else. And they be like, I know the place to take you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you have to understand, like, some people are broken mentally. You know what yeah. I mean? Most people that are in those situations are broken mentally. Yep, you're mm-hmm. right. They're broken mentally. Like, that something don't happen to them mm-hmm. that they couldn't handle it at mm-hmm. that point. And all they can do was regress. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you have to put people in place to help them find that hole that they fell into and reach down in and say, hey, you know what? You can come out of here now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And continue to put them and find out what their life traps are that can get them in that place and teach them how to effectively fight against it. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I love the whole transformational piece because I'm a servant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. Piano Keys <laughs> did the yeah. churches yep. in one weekend. Keys so times five, times seven, times exactly. Melody key, piano keyboard reach around the city. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I agree with you so much because I feel like even just when I was young, like I I was raised by a lot of strong, mm. independent women. <laughs> Um, but I think one of the things that they taught me, not necessarily directly, but just by their life was to love people, even when you don't feel loved by them. Mm. And I think that's something that's always like, it's, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. Right. But I think because I've saw my mom do it, I saw my great grandmother do it. I saw my grandma do it. It's like, it's just like easy for me. Yeah. Cause that's why I don't really go within the expectation to get anything from that person necessarily. Mm. But then when I do have that mindset, I get so much wisdom because what? you know, like I'm, I'm here to serve you, but I'm over here like getting these nuggets as well. Yeah. Right. So right. And I with think, the Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> so not with the Chick-fil-A sauce. Um, so I think like that's so important. Like the mindset is so key. Because, like, I just think about people who just grown up in environments where they just don't know how to do certain things, period, in general. And so, but then they also don't put themselves in a position to learn. So they just feel like that's just the way that, that's just the way it is until somebody else helped them see a different perspective Mm -hmm. or a different way to do something. Um, So I just feel like, for me, like, my my mindset has always been basically what Brianna said, you know, just learning that, like, there's there's always going to be somebody that's living worse than I am, you know, like, even though I have my own set of struggles and my own set of things, but, like, my mindset is always, you know what, I'm going to give you my 100%, my 110%, and I, I literally, sometimes I just walk away being more impacted, not by what I've done for that person, right. but what that person was able to do for me in that right. moment. Exactly. Um. So, I... The fact that now you you have an organization that actually teaches people this mindset going into pe- yeah. things like mission trips, you know, from uh. churches to organizations or whatever, like, it's so important. Like, this is so vital because, like, you can go over there like the group of kids did and just keep painting this same house yeah. over and over, over and again, over. have no impact. Yeah. All you can say to your kids in the future, yeah, we went over to, you know, Africa and painted a few houses and it's like, 
okay, so what was the impact? What were the children like? Were you immersed in their culture? How did right. they do this? How did they do that? Mm-hmm. Did they leave with some tools mm-hmm. that they're able to be able to continue to build on? Yeah. You know, so it's like those are definitely important because, like, you're not always going to be there. You're there for that. One month, two months, month, two, two weeks, a couple week. weeks. And right, most of them right. don't even be there months. They right. be for a couple weeks, 10 yeah, days. Right. 10 and, st- days. and statistically, exactly. statistically, people who go, it's, it's it sounds crazy, but people who go on these trips, um, they, they market it as you're going to have a transformational um, yeah. experience. Yeah. Right, right. Statistically, they go, and after two months, like they they are literally forgotten everything and they're the same person. Mm. Right. So that is what connecting the cause is for. It's right. to prep them mm. for that so that they already have in their mind that they're going to have a transformational experience. Mm. My transformational experience came through the same avenues that we're talking about right now. I wow. went to Honduras. I went there for a week and I literally said, how can I do this for the rest of my life? A lot of people ask that question. How can I do that for the rest of my life? But they come back and they don't do anything. Wow. So I'm trying to, you know, make sure that people can connect with that and can keep it mm. and not even, I'm not even saying everybody doesn't need to start a nonprofit. Right. Okay. We have a lot of them who actually do the same things and need to be more collaboration around yeah, it. Yeah. Come on. So they're not competing for funding, but on the same side, it's like you can come back and literally change your lifestyle. If you go to a, a country or experience a different population, and they're having a problem with pollution. You can literally, come, if that impact is you, you can come back and recycle. Mm. You know, like you can have a trash can in your house for recycling. Yeah. If you go somewhere and, you know, someone's built a well, you don't have to come back and, and you know, build a well or start an organization to build wells. You can literally turn the water off from leaking, yeah. you know, in your kitchen. You know, right. you don't have right. to, right. you know, make these big experiences. Now, you know, for me, that was different because God, called me to create this organization due to what I've seen, but you can start, you know, where you are, you know, every little thing, you know, makes that impact. And Mm -hmm. when you were saying about, you know, individuals who have, I'm so glad you talk about mental health because that's something that's so important. A lot of people don't have empathy because they don't know the story. And so they're thinking, oh, these people are out in the street or these people are doing this thing Mm -hmm. or people in Africa are suffering and they, you know, did this to themselves or Haiti is full of corruption. So they did this to themselves Mm -hmm. and it's not understanding all of the historical background of why things happen. And let's be real. real. Some of the stuff. That's been happening in these other countries are oh, a direct yeah. result of I'm their of their interactions with America. Yep. So yep. I mean, wait, did she on just a say way, that? She did. I, I said it. That's the so, truth. In a way, what we're trying to do is we're trying to fix the band aid of uh, put a band aid on something that we already did historically mm. years and years ago oh by band aiding with band-aiding it with oh this is our service this is volunteerism and so um i think that you know we are trying to sometimes i call it um you know sometimes christians try to or america try to right our wrongs through looking at it as servitude when really what we need is a transformation of heart Um, and volunteerism is the vehicle to do that 
the service itself is not the end all be all, mm. but the volunteerism is the vehicle for you to transform your heart. Mm. And so that's what I'm trying to push out there. That volunteerism is not just service. It's you being able to change yeah. your mindset, wow. change your biasness. You think some people are the other, yeah. but then they're not once yeah. you encounter them. And that's a lot of the rec the racial reconciliation that we need. A lot of people who continuously be that are the other, they don't come and experience someone else unlike mm -hmm. themselves yeah. and and they come in from a, a negative perspective so that's what i'm just trying to push out there oh man go you go you i mean for real though and I, I feel like people should volunteer politically too because a lot of yes. countries need a lot of countries need infrastructure you know what i mean yeah because it's like haiti they lack an infrastructure they need somebody that can come in there and just help them get things and yeah it need to be helped all the way through though Mm -hmm. Man, it was good, man. You got my blood pumping. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is good. This yeah, is good. I, mean, I feel like I'm going to go out there and just wrestle something. <laughs> you know I was so got good. Me, got me to think of something I ain't thought of in a long time, man. <laughs> and on the other side of that, um, when it comes to not just helping organizations, but also helping women, you know, yeah. with their passion projects, you know, I've met a lot of women who have had experiences and they're like, you know, something happened to me. I want to start an after school program mm. or I want to start this community initiative or I want to start a food drive or I just want to learn how to be a better servant. You know, what can I do? Mm -hmm. You know, and so I coach them and help them through that. Mm. I don't start nonprofits necessarily, but if they want to start one, mm. I can show them what that process is. But mostly I um, dive in on impact. Mm. you have this idea but number one is someone already doing it the same way does that just mean you need to partner with them yeah um you know if you do have something unique you know let's talk through how what your goals are for the community so that when you start something it's not it doesn't just fall by the wayside yeah and people think all the time that oh it's a non-profit it's frou-frou and it's feel good no you are impacting people's lives if you say that you're going to go out and you're going to give food to a particular person mm -hmm. then you need to have a strategy behind how yeah. you're going to do that yeah you know when it just can't be all willy-nilly yeah. and when you give that food to them are you also teaching them a skill or they're going to become dependent on you because of that food? exactly mm -hmm. like you know? my brother said in the timeline you got to teach them to fish right right and give it to them because you don't want that dependency to turn into expectation yep and now i deserve it because you've been giving it to me mm. you know exactly. this whole time so right right and that can turn it into everything that can turn it into bitterness in the right. end. you know what i mean so, so true things. yeah so don't 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 go down the rabbit hole of just giving people stuff you actually have something to give to them that can last them a lifetime right. Amen. you know what i mean hey man that was good man yeah. thank yeah, you good, thank man. you for coming on Bri. yeah you know I mean? giving us your perspective Telling on the other topics and yeah. just sharing about your life yeah, yeah. good rocking with you and man. instagram you know connecting mean? the cause yeah plug it man facebook connecting the cause t-shirts <laughs> connect the call t-shirts you better buy one <laughs> buy, buy 30 of them you know what i mean put it out there so they need to get connect the calls and call it connect the draws. <laughs>
Huh? No. Alright. I had to end it my way, man. <laughs> Siobhan, please come get your husband. She is probably asleep or making me salads. Making you salads? Yeah. Wow. She is probably asleep or making me salads. Hey man, I got a wife that supports me. You better have a wife that supports you. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm out here. I need help with my uh diet and stuff like that because I'm trying to drop these pounds. Drop them now. Yeah, I mean, like it's hot. You know, fat people don't get old, man. They die. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh what? my gosh! Hey, I'm just being. I hope I'm y'all just... heard that. Hey, I hope y'all did too, cause you better know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? Where are we on time? Uh, one hour fifty nine minutes and six seconds. Are you serious? Yeah. Two hours. Two hours. Hey, magic formula. I told you that's our formula. We don't never land too close under or too far over it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So you know. This has been episode seventeen. Episode seventeen officially. You know what I mean? Officially. You know how we do, you know what I mean? You know, I took my little break off. Hey. I had to do that. Yeah, Look that at point five mess. You know I mean? Hey, it was good, man. <laughs> was good. Don't apologize for that. That was good stuff, man. Good stuff, I liked your take. You had some real good feedback from that, man. So, I, did, you know, I did, I did. Have some so, you know what I mean? Good dialogue. Ain't nothing wrong with good dialogue. That will help the world get better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. More people have good. good dialogues, the, the world get better. Trust uh-huh. me, and, and I'm sometimes, and I'm leaving y'all with this. Leave Don't be now. afraid to have dialogue with people you may not understand. Yes. Because you may then yourself grow. Amen. You know what I mean? That's, that's dark that's skin, Derry. That's <laughs> dark skin, Derry. See, he dropped in toward the end. I forgot to bring myself back in. This is uh, regular Derry. This is oh, Darius okay. J. Welcome back. So do you remember... Uh-huh. What we talked about about the show? Well, I don't remember that part. I remember the breeze part. Yeah, you know I mean that's why I came. Yeah, you know I mean <laughs> the, the light skinned dude don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, thank y'all for having know, me. Glad Absolutely. to have you. you know this has I mean? been so fun. I love you guys. <laughs> love y'all you. the cool kids. I got to oh, hang out with the cool kids today. <laughs> We're the cool kids. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah. is cool. I want, I want some of this coolness just to rub off on me. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and spread, spread, spread the word for other people. Exactly. Let them know we the say, cool kids. Yeah. You, know I mean? you, you and Chris have been in the ether for, for years in yeah. our circles. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Spread the word. So let them know. The hey, we good Shout people to, to hang out with. for inspiration. Exactly. Hey, man. Okay. Hey, Corner Chris is left. Corner, now he corner is stone Chris. The, he, he in the den, Chris. <laughs> Yeah. He in the den. Probably taking a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> okay. But yeah, man, you know, we're about to end this, man. We yeah. are glad to be able to do what we do for you guys and try to provide y'all content week after week. This is Conversate. My yes. name is Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And this is Chris.